Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to episode 129 of 80%. Today, we're talking about entrepreneurship and I'm sharing with you four little-known facts about starting a business that you should know. These are the struggles that I faced, challenges that nobody warned me about and had to overcome when I started my first few businesses. Are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte. I'm a registered financial planner and the host of this podcast, where we talk about the mindset, habits, and strategies you need to achieve financial success. Thank you for tuning in, and now, on to the show. Ano ba yung mga natutunan ko sa pagninegosyo na walang nagsabi sa akin na ito yung reality niya. And I'm sharing this with you because I believe na kailangan yung maintindihan ito, kailangan yung malaman ito, especially if it is your first time to start a business. Dahil these are partly my struggles when I was starting my own businesses. And the first one is your business plan can become obsolete. Of course, important ang meron tayong business plan. I always tell people this, especially mga first-time entrepreneurs na your business plan is your roadmap to success. And it's important to have one before you start your business. Kung hindi mo kayang patakbuhin yung business mo on paper, then mas mahihirapan ka patakbuhin yung business in real life. So yung business plan, doon nakalagay yung mission, vision, ano ba yung mga equipment na kailangan mong kunin, ano yung mga licenses na kailangan mong applyan, sino yung maging supplier mo, ano yung pricing strategy mo, ano yung marketing strategy mo. Basically, nakalatag lahat yung expectations mo at saka yung mga kailangan mong gawin sa business plan mo. However, the reality is, once you start your own business, the actual business, your business plan can become obsolete. That's the ironic thing about this. Understand that unexpected things are bound to happen and you will need to adjust your business plan or worse, make a new one. When the map becomes irrelevant or unworkable, don't hesitate to find alternative routes that will get you to your destination. Isang magandang example dito from my own experience, yung business center na tinayo ko na photocopying center na nagdibenta rin ako ng mga school supplies. Yun yung nasa business plan ko. I will sell school supplies, 
kasi malapit ako sa tatlong colleges eh. Tapos, photocopying center, Xerox, yun yung ano natin, no? nickname natin sa kaya. So, may Xerox ako. Meron akong school supplies, particularly. Tapos, meron tayong mga typing job, printing, etc. Lamination, ayan. So, business center. So, yun yung ginawa kong business plan. It looked good. Pero during that time, ang uso sa mga sudyante noon, particularly mga college students, meron silang mga MP3 player, naglalagay sila ng music sa cellphone nila. And yun yung pinakamalaking <laughs> naging profit center ko or yun yung source of revenue ko, yun yung pinakamalaking yung revenue dahil during that time, ang single was 3 pesos per song. So lalagyan mo ng MP3 yung MP3 player nila na 3 pesos per song tapos meron akong kaibigan na na-realize niya na yun din yung uso sa mga college students noon even high school students so binigyan niya ako ng uh, database ng mga mga MP3s tapos yung mga estudyante rin mismo nagdinadala nila yung mga CD album sila at niloload sa cellphone nila sa iPod sa MP3 player sila, yung mga songs dun sa mga CD collection nila. And because of that, I had to edit or modify my business plan back then kasi yung marketing strategies ko dun sa business plan ko was really focused on the academic side no? or helping yung, yung mga sudyante with their academic work. Pero dapat ginawan ko din ng business plan yung MP3 loading service natin. Plus, this was also the time na naging malakas yung cellphone load. So that was not really part of my business plan. But later on, it was my customers asking me na, Kuya, pa-load naman ako. May tinda ba kayong load ng cellphone? So I had to find a supplier for cellphone load para mabigay din yung service na yun. What I'm trying to say is when you start a business, it's good to have a business plan pero dapat handa ka rin na iwanan or i-edit or to quickly adapt dun sa business environment nyo once na mag-start ka mag-operate. The second one is Self-employment is a necessary initial cost. So I learned from a book the difference between self-employed and the business owner. One works for the business while the other lets the business work for him. Particularly ito yung libro na Emith ni Michael Gerber na kapag self-employed ka, dun ka nagtatrabaho as an employee sa sarili mong business. Pero pag business owner ka, pwedeng tumakbo yung negosyo mo ng wala ka. Of course, nung nabasa ko yung libro na yon, I wanted to be the business owner. And I learned later on that one cannot be a business owner without being self-employed first. Businesses are like children. You have to nurture and take care of them until they become independent. Yung mga ibang businesses ko na sa simula pa lang, tinry ko na na ayokong magtrabaho dyan. So, fully staffed siya fully operational without me, yung growth niya, yung progress niya, and even my understanding of the business, napakababa. Compared to the businesses na kung saan, for six months, ako talaga yung tumao, 
tumambay talaga ako doon. Ako yung naging kahera, ako yung naging operations, ako yung minsan nagdi-deliver ng mga produkto doon sa mga umu-order na customers. It was something that gave me a lot of insight about the business na later on when I started hiring people, alam ko na kung ano yung challenges nung trabaho. So I was able to choose good employees, no? yung mga employees na merong mga skills and even the mindset na dinidemand nung position na gagawin nila. So self-employment is a necessary initial cost. So pag magtatayo ka ng business, you have to accept na magtatrabaho ka dun sa business for a few months, hindi naman forever. Hello everyone, let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to tell you about a free financial coaching video that you can watch online. It's called The Secret to Saving and Building Your Future and it's presented to you by the IMG Wealth Academy. This video will teach you the proper way to save money and you'll also learn the 6 steps for building a strong financial foundation. If you're interested to watch this free financial coaching video, then just go to imgwealthacademy.com. Again, that's imgwealthacademy.com. That's it. Now, let's go back to our episode. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The third realization that I had was good employees are really hard to find. Marami na akong nakausap ng mga negosyante. Pag tinanong mo, ano yung pinakamahirap na part ng pagninegosyo and more often than not ito yung sasagot nila ang hirap maghanap ng tao na mapagkakatiwalaan na magaling magtrabaho noong una akala ko madaling maghanap ng staff kasi syempre maraming unemployed maraming naghahanap ng trabaho pero I realized na ang pag-hire ng tao it's not as simple as giving the job to someone na pinaka-qualified so it will not be easy to find someone who will do a good job. A person's resume cannot guarantee his work ethics. Napakaganda nung resume niya. 
maganda yung work experience niya. Pero pag nagtatrabaho na, yung pala minsan may sumpong, yun yung tawag ko sa kanya. May mga ibang staff may sumpong na may mga araw na pag nag-away sila nung jowa niya, apektado yung trabaho, which I think is uh, unfair. So kung hindi ka makapag-trabaho ng maayos dahil meron kang personal problem, baka siguro mag-vacation leave ka muna or even sick leave or just be honest no na you're not in a good place that day so you might want to have the day off pero syempre di ba kung madalas na nangyayari hindi siya maganda and for my experience even those who shine in their interview can be quite sloppy at work nako syempre pag job interview best foot forward ang ibibigay sa pero yung pala kapag tinanggap mo na nagtatrabaho na hindi pala maayos. So take some time to work on your business so you'll know exactly what it demands from a person. This will help you screen applicants better and you'll be able to hire the right people fit for the job. Ang naging strategy ko sa pag-i-interview, nagbibigay ako ng mga situation, mga situational questions. So since I usually work in the business during the start, alam ko kung ano yung demands nung job. So, I think of challenging situations or problems that you might encounter on the job. Tapos yun yung mga tinatanong ko sa interview. That gives me better insight on the work ethics, the mindset, even the values and principles of the person beyond yung pinapakita niya sa kanyang biodata or resume. And lastly, marketing is essential no matter what type of business you have. So after your grand opening, relying simply on walk-in customers and word of mouth can be risky. And when business is good, expect competition to appear. A continuous marketing campaign will not only allow you to reach new customers, but it will also establish your brand and keep the trust and loyalty of your clientele. Karamihan ng mga negosyante sa umpisa, siyempre masigasig mag-promote, mag-marketing sa umpisa, no? sa grand opening. After that, wala na silang ginagawa. Kapag gumababa yung sales, doon lang nag-iisip ng promo. And ang natutunan ko, dapat yung marketing, it's a regular expense for a business. Hindi naman kailangan laging may promo or may sale yung negosyo mo but there should always be marketing activity. Kung nakakakuha ka ng customers sa pagmimigay ng flyers, which was my main marketing strategy dun sa business center ko, meron akong hinahire ng mga bata na mamigay ng flyers sa labas ng school, sa mga tricycle terminals, and it was very effective to get new customers. Pero nung tumas yung sales ko, hindi ibig sabihin ititigil ko na siya. So, ang ginagawa ko, once a week, namimigay ako ng flyers and part na siya ng expense ng business, yung mga marketing strategies ko. Hindi ako mahilig actually mag-promo or mag-sale ng mga services. It's just that masakit akong effective during that time na bumili ng ad sa community newspaper, do sa village newsletter, bumibili ako ng ad. So, 
as a business, no matter what type it is, dapat meron tayong marketing strategies at regular natin siyang ginagawa. So never rely on walk-in. Dapat buwan-buwan, meron tayong iniisip na way para makakuha ng mga bagong customers. Remember that it's more than just about the money. My primary reason for starting my first business was because I wanted passive income. And one of the reasons why we decided to close it down was because it wasn't making enough. Ironically, I also realized that the best reason why we closed down was because we were only after profits. We were in it for the wrong reason. It's true that your business should make money, but more importantly, it should be able to take you closer to a noble goal. That's why it's important to have a mission and vision for the business, which you have to define when you write your business plan. It's a stronger motivation than income. Having that desire to help and provide a solution to a problem is the main force that drives successful entrepreneurs everywhere. that's the end of our episode. Thank you for listening. Please remember to click the follow button for the 80% at ishare mo na rin ang episode na to sa mga friends mo. Kung may tanong or financial concern ka na gusto mong sagutin natin in an episode, you can contact me through our official website, the80percentpodcast.com. Muli, ako si Fitz Villafuerte at magsama-sama ulit tayo sa susunod nating episode. Goodbye, take care, and stay safe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.